Welcome to Double Dose of Raw Talk Podcast, your weekly dose of many discussions and opinions, a show where we get comfortable being uncomfortable. And remember, no topic is off limits. Now let's talk about it. (laughs) All right. Do you have water with you? Because I always have water. I do not, but it's okay. I'll be sure. Okay. Yes. I, I should have this, like, oh my God, this is so terrible of me. All right. So we're no gonna... worries, girl. <laughs> so we're going to just go dive right in. I have like bottles of water here. It's very disturbing what my desk looks like. All right, guys. Welcome back to another week and another episode on Double Dose of Raw Talk podcast. I'm your host, Misty. And it is Sunday. I have a new thing now with recording on Sundays. Like I'll record other days of the week. But there's something about recording on a Sunday that just feels... It hits different. Yes. I don't know what it is. And I have a confession. I haven't been to church. But, you know, that was like my thing on Sundays once upon a time. And, you know, I, I just... I walk by the church. I definitely, you know, every day I do. Same but, here. Don't worry, girl. <laughs> it's my bus stop right there. But, you know, I just I have not gone to... And I think it's because a lot of the time when I feel like I need to hear just a word, there's YouTube. You have so many different channels now that you can like follow for this. But I say that to say that's usually once upon a time that was usually how I would open up my Sundays and I would start my Sundays and kick off my Sundays. And now, you know, I I pray all the time. I take my Sundays to, to rest a little bit more, to run that quick errand that I need to run in the morning, to go do the laundry and just, you know, have something that is reflective for me, whether that is just sitting in my living room and looking around, seeing what what's there, what's what's next, my goals and whatnot. And that was really what I do now on Sunday. So it's pretty dope that I have you here today, my guest, if you already heard that voice, um, who we're going to be speaking with today, having some dope conversation, conversations that a lot of people are having, but not having it enough. And then people who should be having it, like a lot, don't even pay attention to it. And I just find it that it's really important to continuously highlight this because a lot of us act like um, healing is just like, all right, this one thing happened and I'm done and everything is great. And that's not how it works at all. So would my guest please do the honor of introducing (laughs) yourself to the Double Dose of Raw Talk listeners. Hello, my name is Denise Vega. Thank you so much for having me. First of all, honestly, I am honored. Um, I am a wellness and mindset coach. I help. I've been going through a little transition, actually, Mm -hmm. that I'm definitely open to talk about. But I now help first-gen mujeres let go of fear of judgment, self-doubt, lack of confidence to transform physically and mentally. Yes. And I've been doing this now for about four years. So I started off in 2019, but I've been going through some transitions, like I said, and I am now doing this full time as well. So nice. Oh, nice. Oh, yes. see, this is, there's something about this show. Every time I have, there's like some news or some change or like <laughs> the, the line usually oh goes, I haven't talked. The language goes, I haven't told anybody about this. I don't think I've ever shared this. Not even on my stories. Oh, my God. And then, like, it's just yeah. gone. So, I, I Honestly, appreciate this. Yes. I'm, like, literally, the, these past few weeks, uh, I mean, past few days, I've been, like, writing some content where I'm going to, mm-hmm. like, kind of reintroduce myself on Instagram yeah. and, like, yeah. let people know 
exactly what I'm doing now and all that. So I was telling my fiance, this is so funny because I feel like this like podcast interview is like really embarking me into a whole different chapter and I love yes. it. So thank you so much for having me. Oh my God. <laughs> and you know what's insane? You know, there is something about alignments, I swear. And I, I yes. you know, again, a word that gets thrown around so much you know, manifestation is also a word that gets thrown around so much, right? But honestly speaking, the the way Denise just said that, right, this is she feels like this is like that that part of it of the embarkment of the whole thing. And I don't even know if that's a word, but I've been making up words here all the time. Me too. <laughs> okay, so great. So we're gonna be making up a whole vocabulary here, right? But here's the thing, and and here's here's a thought, right, to keep in mind. While there are, there's a lot that I've done in the past that I've shared on my platform of what's helped me, you know, with, with my healing, with my reminders, with my self-care, my self-love, and being able to get through some tough times, right? And what has that looked like? Y'all, there's like a whole ebook. It's always in the show notes of, of what my lowest point was and how that helped me, you know, the things that I did helped me come back out of that, Right. And then recently, I've been through shit. This platform knows I've shared it. Um, maybe not entirely with full, full detail, and I never incriminate people because you know that's not the vibe we have here. But I do share the overall the things I've been through. That five, six years ago, I would have never thought this would have been my space. I would have never thought I would have been in this part of my life going through this now. You know that I'm saying? Like, oh, I'm too old for this. Like, I've been saying that a lot. But then it's like, life <laughs> happens, right? So, I mean, the life is You're not alone, age, girl. Right? <laughs> yeah, Same like, here. <laughs> the universe is like, oh, well, she's 36. This is not the moment for this. Like, we passed it. We, too bad. No, no, that's not how life works. It's not how everything works, right? And so it's been a really tough year for me. And I want to say in the last two months, um, I'm, oh my God, I'm two months into my new job. In the last two months, I've been challenged, right? Into a new area of, of my career choice that I've decided to take a chance with. And they've decided to take a chance with me. And I feel like I'm challenged again. I feel like I'm learning again, right? And so the feeling of this past year in that other place, in that other position, holding me back and not allowing me to grow, it was really messy with me emotionally and mentally. It got to the point, and I've shared this already on this platform, where with my therapist, there was almost a chance of making it an official diagnosis. And I've been through this before, once before, making right. it an official diagnosis of having to get on medication. And I'm not a fan of the medication. Not that it's anything wrong. It's just for me, my personal choice, having a career in healthcare, I, I, it's something that I respect to be committed to um, because I do fear it, right? And um, there were two challenges that came to play that when they came to play and they were courtesy of Denise, it was in alignment with my breakthrough, right? That, that embarking on this decision journey of do I just walk away from this and it is time because this is too much. And a lot of what those two challenges held for me was for one, a space where I could remind myself that I once did this before and I need to do it again. Because what I went through 15 years ago, 13 years ago, is not the same as to what I'm going through today. And it needs a different type of healing. And it needs a different type of self-care. 
and mindfulness and self-love. And that is something that I forgot. And it was a reminder in following Denise when Denise had these challenges as prompts. And I joined on these challenges. And this is how Denise is on a full circle of alignment on this journey here for me. And look at that. We're both embarking on this, right? Because I'm still on it. I have never written so much. I have never written so much. (laughs) There's something I'm like, don't get too comfortable, Daisy. You need to write again. You need to make sure you, you need to check in with you. Don't, don't fall back too far so confidently in what you already been through and come out of that you don't think you don't need it now. That's not how life works. I love and so, that. yes. And so I'm so excited to have you here and I'm excited for my listeners to listen in on this and to, and to take so much from it. And, you know, usually the show starts with raw mess of the week, but this week's raw mess of the week is not messy. Okay. I know sometimes <laughs> I'll be bringing y'all, you know, things that happen online and whatnot. But I do want to make it raw and maybe messy to a certain extent, right? I'm not going to incriminate anyone. For those of you who follow me on Instagram, you guys know that um, by the time this episode comes out, it's going to be two weeks out from this event. But I went away for one night with my two girlfriends and we went to see uh, an R&B singer who is known as Neo, who unfortunately has cheated on his wife, but we're going to leave that there because I already commented on that. (laughs) But I did go support his talent because... My man has to pay for divorce fees, right? Anyway, the point is... I love the way... I love your perspective. (laughs) Like, I'm going to go, you know, sing and dance and support. Yeah. But but my friends and I went, right? And all of us have been going through different things. One of us is a mother to a teenage young man, single mother. The other one of us is married with a young child. And the other one of us is not married, not children, but she got this cute little kitten. Oh my God, Cairo, that's like our new little niece. Shout out to her. And all of us have different, yeah. And all of us have like different lives, right? And we're all going through different things in our lives, different stages and phases, right? And, you know, if it's not one thing, this is what we kept saying. It's not one thing. Is the other, you know, and one of them just like had a whole wedding that she was planning, not hers, family members. The other one just kept saying, I need a break. I need a break. I need a break. I can't wait for us to go away. Just that one night for us to go away. And then boom, something else happened on our way back. Something else happened. Like wow. it just, it just, you know, it's just one thing after another for me, I feel like I haven't seen them in ages because I, I've started a new job. Right. And it dawned on me during the three and a half hour ride going because it was so much traffic and the two and a half hour ride coming back to our homes, just how much we really needed to step away from all these different hats that we wear as women, Mm -hmm. as mujeres, right? All all these, all these titles, you know, and I've, I've spoken about it here, but for one night, just for one night, we all collectively wanted to forget that we were a daughter, a sister, a mother, a wife. A, 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 we just we wanted to forget that, and we just wanted to sit with ourselves, reconnect. And, yes, and and just talk and and laugh and smile and and joke and 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 just be the three human beings that we were before we were all these other titles, and. It just, it just, it just hit us so much and it hit me 
just how important it is and, and how crucial it is to never shame someone who feels that way. And that's really where I wanted to lead the raw mess of the week, right? Not so messy yes. or raw truth. And I'm not speaking for my friends and, and I'm not going to incriminate them, even though they've been on the show before, but <laughs> I, I want to give this a formal thank you to them because we're already planning the next one. We're already planning another concert to go to where we can sing our hearts out and we could just stand there and dance and, and just be with ourselves at the sound of music and friendship and love and be able to forget for one day, you know, just one moment, all these other heavy titles that we carry with that we know we signed up for. And I wanted, Denise, your take on that, your take on how important, you know, the disconnect is to just sit with ourselves and how important it is to take care of ourselves and take those breaks. Yes, definitely. I mean, honestly, I I also resonate with everything that you just said as well, because it, it has definitely been a year this year. And I think it's been like that collectively, you know, for everybody. And I also, you know, the, for me, it's like, I'm huge on this, on, on taking that break, on reconnecting with yourself, because this is honestly what I teach women, you know, like taking care of your physical and mental health. And it doesn't even have to be, you know, a whole hour of doing yoga or meditating or whatever it is, you know, it, it has to, it can literally only be five minutes, 10 minutes a week, if that's right all you have, you know, because I get it. I, I mean, I don't have kids. I don't have, I, I know I have more flexibility with my time, but my sister who is, um, she does have her kids and family. And she tells me all the time, like, I don't have time. I don't have time. I have to get home and like feed my kids and do this and then help them with the homework. And it's like so hectic for her. And I tell her, I'm like, where there is a will, there is a way you know, and it doesn't have to be perfect, but it's just yeah. that we feel sometimes that because of what we see in society and in social media, that it has to be perfect. You know, that's mm. the way that it's, that we're so conditioned to believe that it has to be that way. And right. it doesn't. You're in your own journey. Your life is going to look so different than your friends, than your sisters, than whoever you're comparing yourself to. And you just have to find that time for yourself, even if it's just five, 10 minutes a week, even if it's just yeah. a walk, whatever it is, but to reconnect with yourself. And I think that that's exactly, you know, the way that you guys felt being together because y'all didn't have that time and space for yourselves, you know? Mm -hmm. And then also maybe because you guys hadn't seen each other, like you said, in, in a while. And so it was kind of like reconnect. Yeah. It was like a way of reconnecting with uh, how you guys hung out before. And also that break that every, each of y'all needed, you know, from mm -hmm. y'all's lives. And like you said, from all the hats that all of you guys wear in, yeah. you know, each role so Absolutely. yeah definitely having that time to just reconnect with yourself whether it is through journaling five minutes of meditation or whatever it is you know and I like I said I always tell my clients it doesn't have to look perfect this is yeah. your journey yeah. and you have to make it the way that works for you and in a way that is fun for you too you know yeah. 
it doesn't have to necessarily be meditating. If it's like literally dancing or if it's um, anything that maybe you did as a child too, right. you know, riding a bike, playing a sport or something, you know, like it can literally be anything, but making that prioritizing yourself, you know, making that little small space for yourself makes a huge impact, not just in your life but you're meant for your mental health mm, mm, absolutely. and whenever whenever you do take that time it's like you're able to show up it with so much better energy and happiness you know with for all the roles that you play mm-hmm. because it's like oh I took time it's kind of like I'm sure that after the trip you felt like I feel good okay I do. I, I'm ready to go back to work you know like and and that's and I know that feeling because I just went on a trip too last weekend so it was like oh I'm back okay cool yeah. I can it's like a reset right yes. because you took a break from all that and whenever you take that small little break whether it is throughout the day or throughout the week to just reconnect with something that you enjoy doing that mm-hmm. you like or whatever it is you're able to show up to whatever it is that you have to do later on, like, oh, I feel so much better. I took that time off. It, it was just five minutes, but absolutely. I took it yes. and embracing it, right? Yes, yes, absolutely. You know what's so funny? It's 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 the part where, again, listen, life happens, right? There's so much going on. And it's not that it's making me unhappy. It's not. It was just a realization that I haven't made the time for me. And I haven't made the time for an equal amount of time for everyone that I love, that I know I have a great time with, right? So, you know, the, and yeah, I'm giving shout outs here left and right, right? Uh, there was an important appointment this um, this past weekend and it just so happens to launch for the weekend of this concert. And I am one out of four siblings. So a couple of episodes ago, in a solita episode, I shared <laughs> everything that God was like, screw your plan. This is the plan I'm going to give you when I was like between a work trip and a personal trip. Right. And there was like so much going on. And I gave a shout out to my brother because he took the lead on everything. And he said, you guys don't need to cancel your vacation. I got this. Everything's going to be okay. And so I booked this trip and this concert and just so happens this important appointment about something legal comes up. And that is the only time that we have available. Right. Great. Cool. No problem. I literally felt so at ease and so comfortable. Not that I would ever doubt I can't trust my siblings. I know I could trust them. Two of them are older than me. I know they've been doing this much longer than I have. But it's me. It's that control person in me. The person who constantly... The ego. Yes, it's that part. And it felt so comfortable to just say, hey, guys, remember this time, this address, thanks. And not ask any questions. And just come back home at ease and in peace and know that they're going to fill me in when we have time. We don't all need to, it's a lot of information. We don't need to rush into things. We have time. We can spend time together while we go over all the information, right? But we have time for that. We don't need to put all that pressure on ourselves. And, And it's okay to relinquish a sense of control so that I can take care of myself. And so it was a good feeling. And I want to give a shout out to my siblings on that too. But it is to your point that it just felt so important because of what was missing in these past couple of months, 
there was something that was still missing and I needed that. And I realized that I need to continue that balance for myself. That time where I am solely mom and I'm with my son, that time when I am with my family and I put the phone to charge and I put it on do not disturb and I don't let anything interfere. All of that is important, right? For the self-healing and the self-love. And so I want to jump right into the um, second segment as raw as it gets. And I want to highlight these challenges that you came up with, because one thing I really took from it, and it was a realization for me, is that it's one thing to preach and say, I'm doing this self-care, and it's another to sustain it. And so talk to me a little bit about the challenges you came up with. What made you do that? Like, how did that come about? And your thoughts on how difficult it is for plenty of people to sustain um, self-care. Okay. Yes. If I if I miss anything, just remind me on the question. Absolutely. I... No problem. <laughs> yes. Okay. So, oh my gosh. Yes. I love this, honestly. And one thing that I wanted to kind of say, um, it came up for me as you were talking right now. I think the main thing is to be present. You know, mm-hmm. I think that that's like, that will always, I always talk about that. And at the end of the day, like, I feel like that's like the main important part for all of us as human beings to just be present in the moment, letting go mm-hmm. of that control, like you said, <laughs> letting go of that control of whatever it is that you mm-hmm. have going on, whether it's in- worried or whatever it is, because at the end mm-hmm. of the day, those are just feelings. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. whenever you let go of those feelings and you're just here in the present moment whether it is for your kid for your coworkers, whatever you know you're actually there enjoying that you know mm-hmm. um but anyway so I started doing these seven day mindfulness challenges because I have came a long way in my career as well and I absolutely resonated so much with what you said I also started a new job about two months ago as Mm -hmm. well Um, at the time that I was doing the seven-day mindfulness challenges I was a personal trainer okay so I decided I first started off as an online health coach I had came a long way with my fitness journey and really all I wanted was to feel confident with my body but even though I had seen I was seeing some results mentally I still didn't feel worthy I still didn't feel confident I still felt very um I had so much self-doubt and the moment that I started to incorporate mindfulness and mental health Mm -hmm. I shifted my perspective so much and I realized you know that my body was just way more than what it it what it is and what society makes it look like it is and so I started to implement mindfulness and meditating and trying to basically just be more self-aware of my actions of my thoughts Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. I was like I want to be a better version of myself all around physically Mm -hmm. and mentally because if I'm a better version then I'm going to give my best to anybody I come across to and that will make that a a small impact in their life Mm -hmm. too and so that's whenever I felt called to be an online health coach and I started with that and shortly after that I became a personal trainer I thought that that was the route that I wanted to take I thought that you know it was going to help me and all which it did but I had a different vision at that time Mm -hmm. and once I became a personal trainer 
a whole bunch of fear of judgment came up for me again. I had self-doubt again. It was just everything came up for me. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh my gosh, why? Half of the time I would question myself, why did God put me in this position? Mm-hmm. And so throughout that time, I was just trying to find myself and, and how to navigate as mm-hmm. a personal trainer. And and then later on, I hired a mentor. Um, I don't know if, if you follow her, Erika Cruz. Um, she's oh my a, God, yes. Yes, she, she's a um, life coach and business coach as well. And she and, has her podcast. Yes, she has her own podcast as well. This is now officially the second episode I manifest having her on because she, I saw her at the Dream Lab a year ago. She's amazing. Oh, oh my gosh, she is. I yes. love her. Yes. I love her. And so, and I know you guys will eventually connect and be on each other's <laughs> podcast. I know it. I so. But yes, definitely. And so I hired her as a mentor and she helped me realize, you know, that I was just kind of still doubting a lot of myself, of my capabilities, of what mm-hmm. I was able to do, you know, for women. And once she, I literally like, made a survey to all the girls that I had worked with before. And when I received that feedback, I was like, oh my gosh, all everything said, oh, you, you've helped me physically and mentally, uh, make, helping me feel more confident. And like mm-hmm. everything, it, was, it wasn't just physical, it was mentally. And I was like, oh my gosh, like, wow, okay, I can do this too. You know, I, mm-hmm. I started to believe more in myself and I created these, um, this mindfulness challenge because I wanted to basically help women see the importance of not just taking care of your physical health, but your mental health as well and how it has helped me. And that's how I've been able to get to this level of confidence, you know, and I'm still working on it. I'm not going to say I'm perfect because I'm not at all. I'm constantly, I was literally just telling my fiance, we're always going to be in this like path of growth and we're always going to be rediscovering new things that we need to learn from and from to heal from and all these things right Mm -hmm. but these it it all starts with these little small habits Mm -hmm. and because whenever you realize how much change you have to do with yourself it gets overwhelming it's like oh man like I want to be this way or I want to lose this much weight or I have this vision of me becoming this or that but in order for me to do that I have to let go of being this way of that and you just start like picking on yourself and you start realizing oh I'm way too far away from that I can't do that Mm -hmm. and your ego starts to make you doubt and when but really you have to look at the at the small steps that will get you there Mm-hmm. focus on what can you do today that will help you embody that person or whatever it is that you want to achieve Absolutely. and once you start with those small steps which come from those uh habits that I had in that challenge you realize you know okay I can do this you create uh, more confidence within yourself and more self-belief and you keep going and you keep going and you keep going and then after a couple of months you look back and you're like oh shit I'm not the person that I was yeah when I first started but it goes back it goes back to the fact that 
we get so anxious. Like we want things now. We want things to be perfect. And I think that that's another thing that I've been learning so much to let go of perfection, to right. let go of of this um, wanting things now and control. Whenever you said that right now, control, I was like, oh my gosh, yeah, that's been me <laughs> lately. Like I've been <laughs> wanting to control things so bad, even though I have like, and, and at the same time, it's like, I've learned these things before too. But like you said, you learn it in a different way. way. It's not the same. Mm-hmm. And, and at the end of the day, we're as human beings, we need reminders. We yes. need to be reminded. And it, it's like, sometimes you can have like your spouse or your partner or a best friend tell you one thing and you're just like, uh huh, whatever. And then you hear it from like someone random. And it's like, oh my gosh, like you oh feel gosh, like so I've never heard that before. And it's like, yeah, you have. <laughs> <laughs> and you're, you know, I feel like God is probably like, uh, sweetie, yes, I have sent you these reminders, but mm-hmm. sometimes you're just not in the right mindset to grasp mm-hmm. on certain things. Mm-hmm. And so, that's pretty much where this seven day mindfulness challenge started. You know, I wanted to show women that mental health matters. It's part of your journey. And it's really it. it I mean, I know it's not easy, but at the, at the same time, it's like it's really just these small little habits, you yeah. know, that that you can implement in your life that will mm-hmm. make a huge impact. But at the same time, it's not easy because, yeah, you have to work through some feelings and let go of certain things. And that's where the hard part is. Mm-hmm. But it, whenever you really want to make that change for yourself, you are willing to go through it because you know that it's what will be best for you. Absolutely. You know? Yeah, so, absolutely. The part uh, that I want to tackle on, I did mention in the beginning, so it, it flows right in with what you just said. The part where now we have to sustain it. And I want to highlight something because it's what you just said that is so key. So when I was going through the really tough time, I went up to now two sessions a week with my therapist. Where I am today because of how challenging this new position is because while I'm learning, I am training in a different way because I already have a deadline. And two months in, I already have a deadline. It's half of something I've done before, but half of something I've never done before in my life. So I am learning. Now, don't get me wrong. I've been set up for success. And shout out to this place because they they said, no, well, we need you for this. So we're going to set you up for success. But it's a matter of balancing act, right, on how I'm learning, while I'm being trained, and while I'm executing all at the same time, right? And so I say that to say, when we think of... What does this look like in sustaining the self-care? Well, I did have to go, I felt for me, tell my therapist, well, I have to back up and just do one session a week again because I, I don't just have this time. I cannot just do this during a lunch break, right? And so she said, okay, cool, no problem, but check in with me. I'm going to check in with you. I go to therapy. To your point is the little things, right? A therapy is not for everyone. Therapy is just not something that everyone can afford, that everyone has as a benefit, in whether it's, you know, just employee um, matters, um, employee perks, or uh, actual coverage on your insurance. There are plenty of people out there, unfortunately, that still have no insurance, right? And so this is not something that's accessible to everyone. But in the spirit of sustaining self-care is the little things that we can do. And so I want you to highlight a little bit what the sustaining self-care look like 
while it's okay to not necessarily want to go to therapy or have the means to go to therapy. Right. I totally agree with that because yes, like I would love to have a therapist right now, but to be completely raw, I cannot afford that right now. Right. So, but one thing that has helped me is these small habits. Right. And I feel like it kind of just goes back to what I mentioned before, you know, it's all about just kind of listening to your intuition and to what feels right for you. Mm-hmm. You know, if if you want to talk about it, but you can't afford a therapist, then look at who you can talk to and just say, hey, I don't I don't need you to give me advice. I just want you to listen. I just mm. need to let this out of my chest. Mm. And if they're OK with that, you know, you, that's the way that you can let things out or you can journal you can write it out all in a letter i i love letting go of things by journaling and then burning it oh and i burn the letter and that's like my way of letting go and and it's either that or meditating like all of these small habits but at the end of the day it's whatever feels right for you what what you have to ask yourself okay what do i really need i'm going through some shit right now and i want to like let it go find either a a person that you feel safe with or Mm -hmm. like i said any of these small habits and it Mm -hmm. But the important thing is to let it out. Yeah. Because yeah. I think that that's whenever, whenever you don't, that's whenever it becomes an issue, you know, and, mm-hmm. and it may seem like it's not, you know, some people can block those feelings and emotions and go around about their day like nothing, but they're there and mm-hmm. eventually it's going to come up. <laughs> and I've, from what I've seen lately is that, I feel like life has been tough right now for everyone collectively. And I feel like when life gets tough and we go through these hardships, I feel like when you already have all these things going on within you, it just intensifies it even more. You know, it, it creates more tension because you haven't let that go yet. So if you're going through another hardship, it's like just adding more to the fire. So when you are taking care of yourself and you're making this time to let go and are actually releasing these feelings and emotions, doesn't mean that you're going to live a perfect life because, hey, I do that myself and I've been going through some shit too. (laughs) But at the end of the day, you have way more awareness to know to, to really learn the lessons that life is trying to teach you and how to navigate through it. You, you're able to navigate through it a little bit more uh, with more ease because mm. you don't have all that build of all that baggage. Mm-hmm. So I always say that the way that you should sustain it is just listening to your, yourself, your intuition. What is it that you think that it feels right for you what is it that feels Mm -hmm. right for you you know whether Mm -hmm. it's talking to someone and being clear like I said be Mm -hmm. clear with people and tell them hey I don't need your advice I just need someone to talk to I can't afford a therapist you know recently I was going through some things and I reached out to a friend Mm -hmm. and I told her I was like 
I, I reached out to her because she has uh, a master's in as a therapy, but she doesn't do that. And right. and so I reached out and I told her, hey, like I've been going through some things that have been affecting me physically and mentally, and I just I need someone to talk to and. It, I can't afford like a whole therapist, but if you need me to pay you something, I'll pay you something, you know? But I did that because I knew I needed that. Right. And and she had always offered me a safe space too. So I was like, okay, like I feel that I can trust her. And oh my gosh, when I had that conversation with her, it was right. like a burden was lifted off my shoulders. And it almost seemed like, God had placed this friend at the perfect time and place. Mm -hmm. And she told me exactly what I needed to hear. And she helped me so much. And I was like, oh my gosh, like, wow. Like, I didn't even, I didn't put, like, I put thought into it, but I didn't really think, you know, that it was going to be that, make such an impact. I just knew I needed to let it out. And I just felt like calling her, you know, because she had made me feel safe. I did it. And then boom, after that, it was just exactly what I needed. So that's, that's my main like, giveaway, you know, to listen to what feels right for you. Absolutely. We're talking to ourselves all the time. We, 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 it's, it's in it. it, like right deep, 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 but it's there. We, we do have to at, at any given moment, right? Because let's face it, if we're crossing the street and we're looking this way, we're not necessarily seeing what's going on on that side, right? But you trust that intuition. It's not to say that to guarantee, right? That you're, oh, everything's always going to be perfect. No, no. Um, life does happen, but we do have to pay attention. When they say pay attention to your surroundings, pay attention, but all that stuff. I, yes. want, I wanted to uh talk about that actually even whenever certain things happen to us you know that yeah like you said it's not going to be perfect and there's something that we're meant to go through even those things I feel like they're not perfect but it's what we need Mm. it's what we need to learn in that season or in that chapter of our lives and honestly if you ask me like if that's something that I needed to learn, I'll take it. I'll be okay with that because I needed that, you know, because it's going to help me level up to the person that I want to become. And and it's so funny because we ask, oh yeah, I want this, I want that, but we're not willing to go through what it takes. Mm. And sometimes it takes for you to go through some shit, you know, like unfortunately, yes. because that's Ooh, not that the way that Woo. life is supposed to be. <laughs> We're not supposed to think that it has to be perfect. Right. It's going to be messy. It's going to be, uh, and I, I love this, you know, the, 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 I, that's the name of your podcast, right? Or what did so, you say? So, you kept so, saying so, the, so, you kept so, saying so, messy so. though, in the beginning. <laughs> the raw mess of the week. <laughs> yes. Yes. The raw mess of the week. That, mm-hmm. that, that's how it's supposed to be, you know, yeah. and, and we're supposed to embrace it and learn from it, mm-hmm. you know? And, and at the end of the day, even it's like they say, uh, imperfectly, no, what is it? Uh, perfectly imperfect. Imperfect. Yes. Oh, yes. I stand by that. Oh, Right. It's like when we look at ourselves, you know, we want us to be perfect. But I always say you're 
perfectly imperfect mm-hmm. and that's how mm-hmm. life is too yes. it's gonna be perfectly imperfect it's not gonna look you know like this fairy tale or this mm-hmm. like telenovela or something you know mm-hmm. like it's it's gonna it's about you this is your journey you know mm-hmm. and and it's going to be hard. It's going to be messy, but it's about learning from that and, and taking that with you so that you can get to where you want to be at physically Absolutely. and mentally. You know, you just said something before we go into the the um, the third segment. Oh, you just said something that I feel comfortable enough with putting it out here. I Again, for the millionth time, ladies and gentlemen. And if you're new here, you're going to learn that I never incriminate anyone. Maybe one or two people get nicknames and those people are my exes. But anyway, <laughs> I love <laughs> they that. Get nicknames and that's it. But okay, so it's funny. Uh, shout out to the RCC Pod Red Cup Confidential. They actually have a question when they have guests on and they say, What's one thing you would say to one of your exes? And what is funny is to your point, <laughs> to what you just said, right? During this car ride, very long car ride, Jesus Christ, why, why was there so much traffic? But listen, we needed to talk, right? I guess. You know, I made a mention to my friends and I said, you know, I know how everything unfolded with my ex. I know how hurtful that was, right? Because it was, it was hurtful, right? You, you're, you're trying for something, you're with that person or whatever. But I said, but I give thanks to that person for one thing and one thing only. And and it goes, ties in to that level up, right? You learn what you learn and, and, and you take it for what it could level you up, right? There's something that I hadn't, I realized I had never done before, no matter how much I knew what I deserved, I never done before. I've never actually sat there, had a conversation with a man about what our salaries look like. What does our future look like if we choose this or if we choose that? I'm a divorced woman. Even when I was married prior to, we didn't have necessary conversations, hence the divorce. But the point is this time, where I am today with the goals that I have, with the things that I want in life for myself, for my home, being a single mother, there are conversations that I didn't start those conversations. This ex of mine did start those conversations. And it was an opportunity where I learned how to be comfortable knowing what I know about myself and say, no, well, hold up a second. I need to have (laughs) these conversations. Why didn't I have these conversations sooner? Right. And have real conversation about what, what do you look for? What's your expectation? Where's your bar at? And, and I say that because that has created a whole different daisy. It creates a daisy that nowadays, sure. I mean, as adults, we could have casual things or whatever, but if there's someone I'm interested in, I'm asking different questions now because that's where my level up comes from because it ties into what, what we're going to talk about in the double or nothing it ties into the visualization I learned through Denise's challenges, right? Of where it ties into the visualization for my career, for me as a mother, the goals that I have for my son and then see what are his own personal goals. The goals that I have from going from this beautiful earned home that my parents have given us, right? Because they've earned, we, we earned it just by being their children and they earned it through so many years of working hard as immigrants and being able to afford this home and seeing that as an example of what I want for a home. How am I going to do this shit? Because damn, I didn't know home ownership was like this. And to see my parents go through this and they're giving me that front row to see it and to learn from it. It's not for fear. It's to prepare me and for me to learn. Right. 
But I need to make sure that the day that I step into that, well, who's with me? What are they bringing to my table? This is my table. This is the table I built. Now my level up is different. So while it was a horrible time of my life because I was hurt emotionally, right? There's so much that I learned from that. And I actually gave it a, a shout out today while we were, I forgot what highway it was from Connecticut to New York. <laughs> I, I just said it to my friends and I said, that is one thing I don't take for granted. And I appreciate so much because while I may have been hurt because that person was so shitty. I mean, he wasn't that bad in the sense of the necessary conversations we needed to have. And that's something that I ended up learning from that experience that today, any person who comes into my life that wants to have any type of conversation of a future, oh, well, we're going to talk about the future, but what does this look like? Where are you with this? Because these are the goals I have, because I no longer want to put myself in a space that I once was at, but I wasn't happy. I want exactly. to be in a space where I do live in peace and I do live happy because while there may be numbers to the level up, the real level up is me being able to sustain all this self-care that I've done, all this self-love exactly. that I've done. How, how am I supposed to not do that? How, 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 how do I take those steps backwards? I can't. And that's why I wanted to highlight so much the sustaining of it. And what these challenges look like, because we're going into the double or nothing, ladies and gentlemen, I sat there with these challenges and um, I visualized myself in a different environment when it came to a workspace. And, um, you know, it, it, money's not everything, but it is when you realize what your worth is, even monetary wise. And so I visualized myself in a certain level with that as well. I visualize myself with a different title. I visualize myself even like, listen, if you know me at work, you know my heels, right? I even visualize myself so differently with my heels. Okay. Like I, I, I took one of those, the, the, the prompt was the visualization and I took it line by line and I visualized it all. And what I knew I was doing in that moment was visualizing the feeling of happiness and I kept writing about it and writing about it and writing about it. And I didn't stop after those seven days. And it was two challenges. I did not stop. And I kept writing about it. And I already said the story, but I'll repeat it today. Denise, there was a, an opportunity. I applied for it. And they came knocking on my door like, yeah, we want to, we want to interview you. This, that, and third. We go for this interview. And they come back to me. I said what I wanted. Wow. And they came back with more and they actually said, you know what, but thinking about it, we don't want to give you that title. This is the title we want. And the title was higher. Wow. And they said, because of your experience, because of who you are, because of how this interview has gone, because we've realized your worth, like you deserve this. I love that. And so for me in that moment, I said, holy shit, I visualized all of this. I wrote about all of this, because this is where I saw myself. This is what I wanted. This is, and it wasn't like the specifics, right? But I was going so much forward without actually visualizing it that when I actually visualized it, it happened. And so I want to dig a little deeper in this double or nothing. The visualization of self-care and mindfulness challenge and the power that that has. Yes. 
definitely I feel like that honestly it was like a way of like God or the universe showing you you know Mm -hmm. you're powerful and you can do this yeah you can do this and much more yeah yeah that's amazing I I freaking love that and it honestly even makes me feel even more honored that it was because <laughs> of the my seven day mindfulness challenge like I've been talking wow. about on this pod like for several like, episodes already yes oh my gosh that's yes. that's amazing yes. honestly like that's yes. just I need to take a moment after this yes. yeah, <laughs> and I want you to and and you know I really hope that anyone who tunes in the devil does a raw talk listeners or anybody who follows Denise I, listen, if there's one thing about this show here, Ms. D keeps it all the way raw. I got no shame in it. It was, let me add another dose on that. It was even a, it was even a, real, a realization of how much I realized I've been confident all these years in who I am. I just didn't realize I had changed so much and I have continued to oh grow my so gosh. much and evolve Dang. so much that I, I was not fulfilling that level of confidence. I, and oh my gosh! I learned how to do that, and so my level of confidence now is is a whole different ball game from who girl who I was in the ebook. <laughs> that if anybody read it and registered, it's still there. I it's honestly feel easy. yeah. I feel like you're just literally speaking through me right now. Like you're, you're literally like, that is exactly the same way that I've been feeling, you know. Yeah, and and yeah. I freaking love this i love you and your podcast and what you're doing because it literally has came in at the perfect time of my life you know to really like i said embark that because Mm -hmm. uh to start this chapter of me you know really showing up in a different uh in a whole different level of confidence because yes i've always been confident as well but i'm at a point where now i'm actually it's like a new it's a level it's just leveling up in a whole different way and Mm -hmm. I'm already like showing up I'm literally in my mind telling myself how I want to be do and like just being and really it's just me being myself more you know and and not giving crap you know about what who says what or whatever Mm -hmm. so going back to your question I'm so sorry I forgot (laughs) I love this I love it so much yes you uh you asked me about uh, the visualization. The visualization. Yes, yes, yes. I'm not gonna lie, to you Denise. I never in my life heard never. about it. Oh my gosh! I've heard of vision boards, and okay. I've been told, you know, when you write, when you write about, for example, let's say the the partner that you want in life, you write about, and that's you manifesting. But the way you described visualization, it was different. It was different. Yes. That was that yes. was that was not just a manifestation. That's actually you visualizing it. And and I really had to sit there and and visualize what Daisy. I, I had to do that. You know, yeah. it's different from looking in a mirror because I know how to do that. I know how to stand in front of the mirror every morning that I wake up and I know how to talk to myself a bad game to get me ready for the day. I know how to do that. But to visualize you, to visualize where you're going with who, where, how far, it's a different ball game. And and that's where, and I'm talking about it. I'm like, literally my body heat is like rising because that's exactly what that felt like to be prompted to do that because you literally see yourself in a different way. Yes. 
And yes. so that's where so, I want to highlight what visualization is. So visualizing yourself, honestly, is something that I love to do every, maybe it kind of comes up for you. You mm-hmm. know, whenever you need like a reset, you, mm-hmm. you know that you need to kind of make a change from within yourself. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's all about honestly closing your eyes and you have if you have to write it out first you can but just literally closing your eyes and visualizing the person that you want to become Mm -hmm. who do you want to be what job do you want to have who are you with who do you work for where do you live Mm -hmm. exactly what city and state how does the house look is it a town ha- a town home is it a condo mm-hmm. is it is it an apartment in what neighborhood mm-hmm. do you want to live um what clothes do you wear mm-hmm. because that changes too you know as we grow and evolve you know your taste changes and that's mm-hmm. totally fine you know you allow yourself to change and visualize you know all the little things in detail the colors the the exact place time location and everything Mm -hmm. and whenever you visualize that you are pretty much telling yourself that you're not taking anything that is isn't going to lead you to that yeah yeah because otherwise Mm -hmm. you're just saying that you want this and that but you're not willing to do it you know and so whenever you are really visualizing it you're like okay you know what i i want this you know Mm -hmm. i mean for a person to actually sit there to visualize that for themselves Mm -hmm. it's because they're gonna go after that yes and and so they're not gonna accept anything less than that Mm -hmm. and don't get me wrong it's a journey and there's there's you know twists and turns because the life is full of surprises and what would be life without any surprises right it makes life interesting it <laughs> may course. not be it may not be exactly the way that you want it to be and that's where you let go of that perfection but right. you do get what you want you know you are you have that power to create your own reality Mm-hmm. And I think that's like the main point of what visualization is, mm-hmm. you know, to really just show you how powerful you are, that you can mm-hmm. achieve anything that you set your mind to. It may not be exactly when you want to or the way that you want to, but it can happen. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. I just want you to know I am totally like my face is flushed. I'm totally getting teary eyed because it's so true. Like, I don't think to the point of what I kept wanting, what I kept applying for. I thought I wanted something. I thought I was made for something. I thought because I knew how to do that, this would be perfect for me. And then it was like, just, just a, just a quick little change. Just, just one more thing. Hold on a second. No, I think this is better for you. You know, I know, you know, this part, but you can actually do this part because you can do this and and it was kind of like am am i am i the one who's holding herself back right because in all this visualization that i was doing i didn't see this coming but it's here and it's and 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 it's not in the way that i wanted it but it is it's not how i wanted it but it is and i had to really sit there and say to myself no you visualize this you saw this for yourself 
you saw it in your future. You you saw out of those 12 letters, you saw the first one. It, it was there. You saw it. You, you saw it. And it's been, um, I don't want to call it a rude awakening in a negative tone. I want to call it a rude awakening in a very positive tone. Yes. Because in the sense that it's kind of like having this mindset um, a little bit. And I don't know if it's like cultural, you know, the whole, oh, the que apurar. you have to hurry up and have kids and get married and do all this, right? And, you know, all this pressure. Like my mom is still pressuring me to have another baby, guys. Even even if it's single again. I'm like, girl, stop. I, I, really I get it all the time, too. I get it all Jesus. the time. I'm like, she's no. Like, I mean, she's like, I mean, you already did it once. Why don't you do it again? Because I don't want to. I, I really don't want to be a single mother all over again, mom. Thanks. I appreciate your confidence, but no, that's yeah. She's like, yes, I you though. I hope you. I'm like, I know you will. That's not the point though. That that's not where I'm going with this. But you know, it's kind of like that push, right? Of like, we gotta hurry up to do certain things and not just let life fall into place. And and this is why I've been so heavy for the last couple of years, maybe three years actually, with patience being a virtue and really understanding what that means, right? I've been one who has transitioned so much from who I used to be many years ago. If you know DZ from back in the day, DZ was very impulsive. DZ, oh, my impulses, my mother, Lord Jesus, La Chato, she yeah, just no, did not know here. how to deal with me because of my impulse. I was always just so impulsive. And so I've learned with time. And mommy always say, DZ, piensa, think before you act, just think. And I, and I just, I wouldn't, I would just go and go for it. And now I really, I truly understand what that patience is a virtue looks like. I truly understand what it is to trust a process. I understand what it is to not just see things and think about things, but feel them too, to know this is right for me. This is it. You know, when I'm visualizing what my house is going to look like, one of the things I did with this visualization is I decided to sign up to apps and I decided to sign up with a friend. Shout out to her. She's actually married to one of my, who I consider a brother. And her and I went to high school together too. All of us did. And she's a realtor. So I decided to sign up with her as of now. And I don't just want to visualize it when I close my eyes. I want to start visualizing myself in what a property looks like. So I can continue to understand from deep within okay, maybe I thought I wanted that blue door. Maybe I thought I want a house that looks like this, but maybe this is the house for me. I want to start continuing that visualization from where I begin with my eyes closed because that, that's exactly what the prompt is. You have to close your eyes, which newsflash guys, when I'm manifesting and I'm writing, I don't have my eyes closed. So this is what I meant by visualization is completely different. I wasn't yes. sitting there writing. I really sat there and visualized it with my eyes closed. And so I could turn blue in the face and say, I want my house to be like this. This is what I visualize myself with. And cool, that's great. But then what if it is the size that I want, but the door is not gray? What if it's blue? Or what if it's a bright ass yellow? And yellow is just not my color. I don't wear yellow. I don't. But I heard yellow does bring you good luck. And if it's that beautiful yellow house, then maybe that's the one for me. You know, there's so much that I've learned through these challenges there's so much that I learned about myself. There's so much that I've learned even about life as a mother. I come from a background and I don't know if this is cultural too. You know, you have to be realistic, be a doctor, be a lawyer. You know, you can't just mm -hmm. go and be a singer, right? 
I have a son who has a love for soccer and he wants to go pro. He wants to continue soccer. And I realized that instead of sitting there and saying, well, no, you got to go to college. You got to do this. Well, you can continue your college and you can continue your soccer, but you got to give it your all in both. You have to give it your all, your passion, your love, your work, your discipline in both. You know, if you love it, you love it and you see yourself doing this and you visualize yourself doing it, then you go for it and you and you go for it and make that your goal. And so I realized just how impactful that has been because the kid, he's a dreamer. The kid is like, mom, we're going to go live in Europe when I make it to the league. Oh my and gosh, I'm like, I love that. Okay. I mean, I really don't want to go to Europe. You're going to have to convince me to get out there. I, I'm kind of a New York girl, maybe a different state. He's like, no, we're going to go live. We're going to go live in Europe because that's where I'm going to go play. I can't knock him for that because you know what? It is important to visualize ourselves. It's important to visualize ourselves in that different state. Hey, and maybe, maybe Miss D at that time will want to be living in Europe. You never know. We maybe, change. You know what? You're right. <laughs> I might just want to live in Europe. We You're change right. all the time. It's, 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 I told him, I said, we got to be in Spain, though, in Ibiza. Apps right there. Oh, I love that. <laughs> yeah. You can have me living there as your mom. I'm all for it. But, you know, the point to this is, I've never truly sat there and realized just how important it is. It's one thing, like I said, to look in the mirror, something I've been doing for a very long time. I'm, I'm all about being my own hype person. I am the first one to call myself beautiful. I'm, I'm the first one to call myself strong and look at myself in the mirror to do so. But I didn't realize how important it was to, when we sit there and say, what do you want in your future to really see what your future looks like? I've never been one to do that. And this is why I wanted to have Denise on the show. And I wanted to be transparent with this because a lot of this that was a, a eye-opener for me was just how much my level of confidence was not as leveled up to where I was going. Exactly. And yes. again, the confidence is there, but it's a different space. It's a different environment. It's different goals. It's, it's, I mean, let me let me put it out there. When you're going into a different tax bracket, when you're going into a different income, when you're going from just working for a person to then fully transitioning into entrepreneurship, or even when you're working and running a business, those are different levels in itself. So when we think about that, our confidence also has to be at different levels. Yes. And lo and behold, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> Daisy missed that part, completely missed that part. And so what I realized it was, it was that part that was also putting me in a place to hold myself back from aiming for what I knew I really wanted, from what I knew I could see myself in doing and believing in myself that I could do that and I could be in that space. And so this is my formal gratitude to Denise. Um, for Girl, you're just, speaking to me right now. <laughs> <laughs> just creating those challenges because I just happened to follow Denise on social media and and there was something about everything that you were putting out there in a moment that I needed it the most and it, it's so rewarding to know that there is there is transparency from people that I don't need to meet them a day in my life face to face but I could find a connection with them through sharing a story or to sharing a space or you just never know who out there is listening to you that could take that and say damn, maybe that's what I need. You know, maybe, maybe this is what I'm going through. Maybe I need to be able to tap into myself like this. And one thing that we do here on this platform, we love to give people a voice and a microphone. 
I, I have learned my greatest lessons from people that I've never met a day in my life. I've learned wow. mentorship from people that just met me day one and they're willing to teach me and guide me. Never mind someone who has known me my entire life. And so you don't take for granted an opportunity to learn from someone. And so that's what I have learned from you. I have sustained that level of self-care and I've continued my visualization and I've continued my writing with all other things that I do for myself because it's busy and I'm tired and I'm exhausted and I'm meal prepping and I'm meal planning. And when I don't have time, Lord, thank you for my brother-in-law, my sister across the hall, because they feed me like there's so much that we do all by ourselves that if we're lucky, yeah. we have a great partner or a great family unit or, or a great su- support system that could help us through that. But not everybody is lucky like that. Exactly. And so it's important for us to always check in with ourselves. And I forgot to do that. And yeah. I remembered through your challenges. And if there's one thing I, I hope for is that Denise keeps pushing forward with this and <laughs> you know, keeps uh, bringing and shining light to women like ourselves. And, you know, of course, it's, it's, it's the fact that you've just held so much space, probably for so for so many people. Can you hear me? Yes. Okay, probably for so many people that you didn't even realize you were holding this much space for. Yeah, no, I did not. And I am so, so thankful. I mean, I honestly, yeah, like it was very successful having those challenges. I loved connecting with every single one of the person, the woman who connect, who joined the challenge. But sometimes, you know, it's, it's like you don't realize the big picture, you know, you're just, I myself fall into that trap of wanting things to be a certain way, you know, of, of wanting perfection, of wanting um, things now. And, Mm. and I wasn't realizing that, you know, I, I was just like, well, you know, after this, like, I want to, I was still kind of navigating through what I wanted to do, how, what type of coach I wanted to be, you know, and, and after that, I let go of personal training and I went back to a nine to five. And that was so huge for me because part of me felt like I had failed. Part of me felt like, oh my gosh, like I, why am I going back to this? I thought I was done with that. Mm. But I went in with a whole different mindset. And I, re- I, looking back, I realized how much God, the universe was really just trying to teach me that part of me letting go of control of not wanting to be in a rush to really just enjoy the process and just, um, uh, being present, you know, to each of my chapters and seasons of my life to serve whoever I need to serve in that specific time, you know, and now that you're stating all these things, it's like, oh my gosh, you know, I served and I helped those who needed to be helped at that time, at yes. that point of my life. And now I'm going to continue to do it now that I have, like you said, brought my confidence to it different level you know Mm -hmm. I I, the confidence has been there but it's now in a different space and now I'm going to be able to help even uh, other people and more you know whatever it may be but it's like wow you know everything that 
you just said right now, it, it's like, it, it, I need to take a moment to process it. <laughs> I need to take a moment for myself, honestly, because it's like, wow, like I'm learning so much right now through this. Yeah. And I'm so thankful for you for the fact that you decided to do that seven day yeah. mindfulness challenge of mine and that we came across and that I was able to help you with that. And now yeah. we're here. It's like, wow, this yeah. is amazing. Absolutely. It's amazing. Absolutely. And, and, you know, it's, listen, I always share an agenda of just like the, the scope of what we're going to talk about. But I always say, you know, the way the conversation will naturally flow, that's the way it needs to flow. And that's how we're going to rock out a conversation. And so I felt truly comfortable enough, you know, I mean, listen, we're sharing a lot of during those challenges, we share so much, right, about what we wrote and all this stuff. But there was more to that that I felt I needed to share and I wanted to share for one with my listeners, but if I'm going to share that with anyone, for me, it just didn't feel right to share with anyone else, but with Denise. And so I had been highlighting so much about the challenges here on previous episodes I did. I've been highlighting it, but I've been saying it, you know, I, I, I'm hoping to have her on the show. Hopefully in the future, she's going to be here because, you know, you, you need to hear it from the person's word. You know, you need to hear it from a person's mouth. The one yeah. who who really puts that energy out there, the one who put it out for me. I, I wanted it to be that voice to put it out on this episode. Um, we're going to go into the overdose, and this is the last segment of this show. And on the overdose, we either say anything, one thing that we're either completely overjoyed with or completely over it. It could be something good, something not so good. It could be something quick, just a quick thought, and it could be about anything. Okay. So I think what's coming up for me is I am so over the fear of judgment mm. and perfection. Okay. Wanting to be perfect. I'm so yes. over it. Like yeah. literally, I feel like that's one thing that I've always struggled with. And I'm at a point in my life where I'm like, dude, I'm so freaking over that shit. Sorry for me cursing, but no, <laughs> but this is double dose of raw talk, girl. Curse away. <laughs> I know I cu- I cursed a little bit. I was like, oops, I don't know if I was no, supposed to say that. Right. No, but but yeah, no, I am so over that because it's one thing that I have always dealt with, and I feel like it was the one thing that was stopping me from truly becoming who I want to become. Mm. And now that I've literally been letting go of all that I'm like I feel this like you said this confidence where now I feel like I'm gonna be able to help even more women you know and because that that's what I truly want you know I want women to know that taking care of yourself physically and mentally to let go of all these thoughts, limiting beliefs, fear of judgment, all the the cultural stuff that you were talking about, Mm -hmm. because yes, it is a lot of it cultural, that will help you, lead you to who you are meant to become. Mm -hmm. And, you know, once you are who you are meant to become, you're shining more light, you're Mm -hmm. living a fulfilled life in purpose. And it's just beautiful you know that and every woman deserves to live like that way absolutely and so that's me 
Absolutely. Letting go of that fear of judgment and perfection. <laughs> I love it. You know what's so crazy? I had something else in mind. I'm gonna I'm gonna say it, but I'll I'll definitely add to that. You know, I find myself sometimes when I'm like, oh, I'm about to say something, and I tend to say, Don't judge me, please. And it's so true. It comes so naturally to say that because well, I really don't give a shit what anybody says about me, but there's ever so often. <laughs> there's that, you still know, something there, right? It's like, bit, yeah. yeah, where yeah. you feel like, oh my gosh, like, am I going to get judged or what mm-hmm. are they going to say, you know? But it's like, no, you shouldn't. You know, yeah. everyone lives their life, looks at, at life through their own lens. Yes. Because yeah. of whatever it is that they have going on and that has nothing to do with you. And really that it was something that was just... it was so hard for me to understand, you know, Mm -hmm. because it was just passed on from generation to generation. You know, my mom was always with the, el que dirán, you know, I know, que van a decir de ti, and like this, this, and that. And even though I would tell her, mommy, that stuff doesn't matter. I ended up, that ended up becoming one of the biggest things for me to let Mm -hmm. go of, you know? Mm -hmm. So I am so over that. And I am so ready to step into this, new person that is gonna the person that I'm meant to become now that I'm over the fear mm-hmm. of judgment and wanting this whole perfection thing absolutely I love that shout out to Denise <laughs> for that one I'm actually going to add to the over it's on something that I realize we also still feel not just women but also you know certain men right um do feel this as well and it's I see it often when it comes to when we're really connected to our cultural um, factors. And one of the things is this um, this thing of feeling guilt. We're made to feel guilt when we want to do something different, not something yes. so traditional. Yes. Uh, not so you know it's you know, you have to because you know it's just what we've been doing. No, I don't have to. I'm my own person. I'm doing things a little different, right? And so I, we I have want more to, opportunities. Absolutely, too. and I want to shout. You, you know, I want to put out there and shout out those who are like me and who do things a little different. And I've been doing things a little different for a very long time. And, you know, <laughs> just the other day, my dad was like, ustedes hicieron lo que ustedes quisieron. I'm like, bro, we didn't, yes. I, I know you didn't agree with what I did, but you're acting like I like almost went to jail. I didn't. Like, calm down. That's exactly uh, what like, I've always told my right, parents. <laughs> right. And I told my dad, it's, it's so funny. I said to him, I said, you know, you act like we're bad kids. I, I made a lousy decision. I don't regret it for one second. I wish it would have been a little different. I said, but you you make it seem like, I've, I because I did that one thing, according to you, I did whatever the hell I wanted. Yeah. Yep. That's not my true. My dad right there. Yeah. That's, that's my dad not right true. There. And so it's that sense of feeling guilt. Don't, you know, this it, is just me being a voice of over it and and voice of reason at this moment and voice of raw talk don't let people make you feel any guilt for a decision you've made in the sense of yeah yeah you you made it you made it executively you knew this is what you wanted to do the best approach to that is learn from it learn the best lesson that you can but don't let people guilt you not because of tradition not because of culture not because i would never how dare you like don't don't put me in that position. I'm not you. You're not me. And exactly. you know, I I love my elders, all of them. I love anyone who has ever taught me any valuable lessons in life. Who I've always um, respected, especially my parents. But 
the way my parents have done things, I, I realize that that's just not me. I, I'm doing things different. I've done things different. And I will continue to do things different. And in no way, shape or form should, whether it's my parents or anyone else, should ever make anyone feel guilty about that. You know, exactly. we are in a space where we are able to break cycles and yes. stigmatize a lot and not not continue these vicious cycles and we're going to make mistakes along the way and we're going to keep learning but i think that if i'm going to make a choice there is i'd rather make new mistakes and different mistakes than the same mistakes yes. that were made with me yes. if that makes any sense yes. um yes. so i definitely wanted to say I'm, i was completely over it and i'm going to be very transparent where this conversation comes from um it's you know what are we going to do for the holidays last year i did something different I went away for Thanksgiving and then I decided to go spend it with a friend's family for Christmas. And so how dare I do such a thing, right? And mm. it was it was not taken very well, I'm going to be honest. But it just came to a point where it's like, no, it's okay to do this. It's okay. It doesn't change how much I love you. It doesn't change the fact that I'm, I'm, I'm still going to see you. But it's okay to do things out of different. and away from tra tradition, different, and not yeah. be made to feel so guilty or or trash because I did it differently. Um, and so holiday season is right around the corner, ladies and gentlemen, and the conversations have come up again. And so I just, I needed to voice this out. Being different, doing something different, um, not just fitting into everyone else it's not a reason or form to feel like you've done something wrong or that anybody should make you feel like you're a piece of shit, to be honest with you. Um, I absolutely love that. Yes. But that's my yes. overdose. And thank you, Denise, for sharing your overdose. And I want to thank you for coming on this platform and sharing your voice and sharing your guidance. Uh, would you please tell my listeners where they can follow you and find you on social media? Yes, of course. First of all, thank you so much for having me. It's honestly been an honor and I can be found by Instagram on my username is at Denise Vega, uh, double E and double A at the end. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, that, that's really where I'm most of the time just yeah. on social media. It's usually Instagram. I'm trying to get into TikTok, but girl... I, don't have time. I need one of these teenagers to help me, man. I, just, I don't have time. No, 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 no. I oh, yeah, that a too. I'm a teenager. I know he can get me in it. He's been trying to convince me to create a page. He's like, Ma, I'll manage it. The thing is, I just, just me and TikTok, we're just not, and you know what, if Erica Cruz listens to this, she's going to be like, what are y'all doing? What I know. She's going to be like, y'all missed out on my challenge because I think she had a challenge for she TikTok. She got a challenge. But, you know, for me, it's like, it, I just know that's just going to require a lot of attention too. And unless yes. I fully know that I can commit and, and, and not neglect it, I, I don't want to even, I don't even have the app downloaded. That's how oh, I, I have it. No, I have no. it. And I'll post every now and then. But it's just like, I I feel like Instagram takes so much of the time for me yeah. to post and all that, that I'm like, yeah. I really don't even want to think about a whole different platform. So it's like, I'm like, you know what, I'm gonna get to it when I get to it. I'm not right. gonna make I'm not gonna rush it. It'll happen. Right. <laughs> Eventually. Patience is a virtue. Yes. That's patience. How I see it. That's how I see it. You know what, everybody has Snapchat. All right. Oh, yeah. Point. 
and I refused. And then my cousin came over, shout out to her. She's like, bitch, let me do it. I'll download it for you. And I'm gonna sign you up for nothing. I've neglected it for the last two and a half years. Haven't gone on it not one time. So, I mean, I just don't want to feel like I'm going to go do something again. Then it's not going, it's just, it's something that for me personally, I have to commit to you. And even though it's yeah. an app, like I have to be full throttle. Um, also, because I, I want to be transparent on this too, and not that it's going to happen overnight, but you know, what happens if one of those videos I share just become a hit, then it's going to be a whole different ball game. So uh, that's yeah, another that level of commitment too <laughs> that we have to be ready for. I just yeah. need to maybe visualize TikTok in my future. And then we're yeah, going to visualize it and that's how it's going to work out. I swear. <laughs> All right, guys. Oh well, my this has been an amazing conversation. And as always, guys, this has been another week, another episode on Double Dose of All Talk Podcast. I'm your host, Misty, and you guys will tune in next week. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Twitter. And we are live on your favorite podcast streaming platform. Make sure to tell a friend to tell a friend to subscribe, rate, and review. Talk to you later. Bye.